Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 95. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Bringing awareness to the moment. Relax your shoulders. Wiggle your toes and your fingers. Relax your jaw. As I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to answer some questions from some of our listeners. This will be a Q&A with OCL. If you would like your questions answered in future episodes, feel free to email oracle at gmail.com or you can always connect with us on TikTok and leave your messages there in the Q&A link in the bio. I send you all love and I hope you feel good. question comes from Tyree of Life. Tyree of Life asked this question on TikTok, and I did feel guided to answer it here for the listeners. The question is, is there a particular song that you feel could benefit the collective right now? I connect heavily through music, and something pulled me to ask. Tyree of Life, that is a great question, and it's not a coincidence that you would connect heavily through music as that's how I receive the messages in transmission. When I relax and tune into the consciousness that is OCL, it offers to me the messages in transmissions in a rhythmic flow so to let me know I am indeed connecting. I experience the life through music. I experience life through music as a sound and frequency. I don't really know how to explain it, but that's just how I've always interacted with the world. So when I relax, I get into this flow where I tune into this rhythm. I could almost hear it, but it's more of a feeling. And when I'm in that feeling of the rhythm, I am allowed or I allow myself to receive the transmissions or messages directly. So I'm, I don't know what that's all about, but I also perceive and connect with the world through music. To answer the question, without even thinking, I know I want to suggest Beethoven Moonlight Sonata. I'm not sure how that can benefit the listener or the collective. And in regards to why I would suggest that with the five senses, I have no idea. I resonate very much with Moonlight Sonata by Beethoven at a level I can't explain. I feel it in every fiber of my being. It doesn't matter how many times I've heard the song, I can listen listen to it again today and I will hear something new. 
I did have a meditation in regards to Moonlight Sonata a while back, and I received an inner knowing that I can't confirm if it's true, but I will share. Moonlight Sonata by Beethoven is one of the songs that I always come back to when I'm feeling really down. And I don't listen to it to wallow in my down energy. When I listen to it, it calibrates me in a way that I understand my sadness. It's not conscious, but when I listen to it, it dissolves the gloom, and then I'm able to move forward. In the meditation, I asked about Moonlight Sonata, and I received an inner knowing, I don't know if it's true, but I saw Beethoven wrote Moonlight Sonata to call on the angels. Since we must call upon our angelic helpers and give them permission to interact with us, I feel like Beethoven did this in brotherhood, that he called upon the angels, the angelic realm for all of us, and in the song, you can sort of hear how it starts off really dense and gloomy, and then it does pick up a little bit. I believe in the beginning of the song, Beethoven was telling the angels the story of Earth, letting them know what was going on here, and the density and sometimes suffering that we would experience. We don't hear the stories of Beethoven's empathy, but we would have to imagine that as he was able to compose beautiful music, that he was indeed tuning into a more refined sense, not the five senses. So I would suggest Beethoven Moonlight Sonata. If you have never listened, I would suggest you do that today. See what you feel from it and what you get from it. I would look up specifically Beethoven Moonlight Sonata full version, as there are shorter versions. So yes, that would be the first answer in regards to the question. The song I would suggest for the collective is Beethoven Moonlight Sonata. With that said, if you have heard the previous episode in regards to Janet Jackson, I mentioned her a few times. I love her so much. So I will not speak about music without suggesting a song from Janet Jackson. I have shared in my opinion, I think she is the best at sneaking in conscious concepts. She don't really even sneak it in, she says it outright. But the music camouflages the message. I have suggested New Agenda by Janet Jackson in a previous episode, but today I will suggest Night. Night is off her Unbreakable album, as she does have another song called Night, but we are referring to the newer one off the Unbreakable album. So if you're guided, you can look up Beethoven Moonlight Sonata and Janet Jackson Night and just let me know how you feel. One of my favorite parts in Janet Jackson's song, Night, is a lyric when she says, Love is taking over like a tidal wave. Our universes align, feeling the love tonight. 
So she's speaking about uh, alignment. She's speaking about the wave of consciousness that is rippling throughout the ether, throughout Earth. She doesn't say it in this way, but if you listen to the words and you listen to the message, she is absolutely letting us know that it's time to get in alignment, to see the magic in life, to do what you love and to do what you need to do to feel good. I can't listen to that song without dancing or moving my body. And now it will be stuck in my head all day. So after this podcast episode, I will absolutely go listen. So yes, those are the songs I would suggest for the collective. Moonlight Sonata by Beethoven and Night by Janet Jackson. The next three questions come from raychill.com or Rachel. The first question, I have a disconnect with routine tasks and I have been slow to get those done within my day, like getting my appearance together. It hinders my progress. Is this important to overcome and what is the mental blockage here? It hurts me. Also, what is the block toward fitness and how do I overcome these? These are great questions, and although there is essentially three parts to this one question, there is one answer. You're being too focused on the body. We have to remember that as we are physically focused, we are experiencing the effect of the cause. What was the cause? We descended. We come to Earth. So this is the realm of effect, the already manifested. In regards to routine tasks that you have been slow to get done, we would say first to, what is the word, to reinterpret and reassess your routine. Sometimes when you are finding yourself not able to function in the routine or the patterns you have been, this is a good thing and you don't see it as a good thing because you're stepping out of the routine. So we would first ask you to examine your routine and be sure that it is not just fading away in regards to you being calibrated into a new state of being. It's time to start new routines. So if the routine task is slow to get to and you really don't feel like getting it, even getting to it or even getting your appearance together, what's the problem? What's the problem? We want you to honor how you feel and don't force yourself to feel any other way than you feel. So if you don't feel like getting ready, we don't want you to force yourself to feel like it. Again, there are events being moved behind the scenes. And if we are focused on the effect on the physical realm, we will have a difficult time understanding. But if you can just see it as adjustments being made so that you can be moved in the direction of your well-being, maybe you need to rest. Maybe you've been efforting or trying too hard and spirit wants you to step back and allow nature to run its course. In regards to appearance, maybe Source wants you to stop focusing so much on the body and to pay more attention to how you feel. You're trying to make your appearance fit a specific energy so you can feel that way, instead of feeling how you prefer to feel, and then you will naturally feel guided to tend to your appearance. In regards to the question, 
it, is, it hinders my progress. Is this important to overcome? Spirit would never have us overcome anything. Overcome is to resist and to essentially not accept. Does this mean you need to agree with what is? No, we just don't want you to resist it either. So in the overcoming, this is the conflict. You're trying to overcome what is and it is when it is. So as it is perceived as a mental blockage, the block that is being created here is that you think you're the body. The following part of the question, you say it hurts me. Also, what is the block towards fitness and how do I overcome these? It hurts because you're looking in the wrong direction. You're looking at the realm of effect to change the effect and it can only be changed with the cause. So in regards to the hurt, we want you to celebrate that pain, that hurt, because it's an indicator you're looking at your situation incorrectly. The hurt is not an indicator that you need to tend to your appearance or that you need to get up and follow a routine or focus on your fitness. The hurt is an indicator that you think you're the body and the body thinks it needs to do these things. Where you are a non-physical consciousness experiencing the body, all you must do is find the state of being or feeling and then you will naturally be calibrated into this routine, appearance, and fitness. So what is the block here if there was a block? Your block toward fitness and how you overcome it is stop trying to overcome, meaning stop identifying as the body that feels like it needs to work out for whatever reason. Instead, we want you to find the feeling that puts you in a state of being of joy and happiness. And if you feel like working out then, this is called inspiration. But as of right now, you are motivated to work out. You are motivated to tend to your appearance and motivated to continue a routine. All things exterior, meaning motivation is coming from the exterior world. We want you to step back to allow nature to run its course and to wait for the inspiration. If you feel inspired to work out or tend to your appearance, it's a much more harmonious interaction instead of trying to force yourself or make yourself do something you don't want to do. So what are you really overcoming? You are overcoming the belief in the idea that you are a body and you are coming to find yourself in a state of being that lets you know you are a mind, meaning as you focus on the cause, the effect must match. There are no words that we can say that will prove or convince you of a truth in regards to what we're about to say. If you can find the vibration or the frequency that feels like love and joy, you won't need to work out. It will be, from your perspective, magical that your body is toned and fit and healthy in a way that would seem as if you have been working out. And you are, just not the way that you think. We call it working in. To understand yourself as a vibration, to find the frequency or the feeling first, the effect must match. So there's too much focus on the material realm, too much focus on the body. And this was the conflict, but now it's no more because now you know. Find the feeling first, and the effect must change to match it. You are causing the effect. Yes.
The second question from Rachel.com is in regard to ley lines. Rachel says, It has been suggested we need to go to such spiritual places at this time to help Earth. Are such powerful places to be aware of in relation to our latest updates? Are there physical places we need to visit now? Any thoughts as I prefer to work from home? This is a great question, Rachel, and it does align with your first question in regards to the same answer. You are not a body. You are essentially consciousness experiencing all bodies. In regards to the ley lines, this is in reference to the energetic grids of Earth. These lines are absolutely there. However, you as the conduit are the receptacles of the love or force of what we call God. You work with the ley lines in a way that wherever you are, you are working with them. We don't need you to go stand on the ley line in order to receive the benefit of the ley line. We need you to understand that you are multidimensional and in your awareness of this, you are able to tune into more refined concepts and transmissions at a frequency level. Do you know if you've ever been to an amusement park? They used to have these bumper cars and in the ring that the bumper cars were driving, there was a long pole at the car and it would connect to the top of the roof or ceiling. It was the electric force that was being frictioned to create movement in the bumper car. I don't know if you're familiar with this memory, but this is what you look like. You are connected to the source source, what you call God. And when you utilize this connection, you activate the electric grids in the earth. The ley lines are in movement. It's action. It's a current. It's, it's in motion. So as you tune into the guidance or the love of source, you pull that frequency to you from wherever you are. You connect with the ley lines wherever you are. So in regards to the question, is there, is it, is it suggested that we need to go to such spiritual places to help Earth? No. No. You don't need to go or do anything in regards to the action of the five senses. We first want to accept what is, meaning... Source, what you call God, has you where you are for a specific reason. This is to understand we are fulfilling the will of the Creator. We have to get our own personality identity out of it. Otherwise, we're all going to be trying to move and go here and go there. The time for movement will come. The time for action will come. But it will be inspired. It won't be a question. It will be instantaneous. It will be a thought, an idea, and then it will be the solution or the answer together. So in regards to the question, do you need to go visit these places? Should you visit them now to help Earth? No. You do this from wherever you are. And we love how you ended the question when you stated, I prefer to work from home. That's, this is what we want you to keep preferring. Wherever you are, you are home. 
I am home. Fear is the stranger here. So the ley lines are a fixed energy energetic system. It's a grid. And you interact with that grid from wherever you are. You pull the current in the idea that it's electricity, it's in motion. You pull it to you once you are utilizing your connection to source. Remember, it's the bumper car with that metal pole. And at the top of the pole, there is this metal flap that is rubbing against the, the grid or the crate. That friction creates the electricity that flows through the pole and gives movement to the bumper car. It's the same thing. In regards to movement, if you do feel guided to move or to visit another space, we would suggest that you do that out of fun and excitement, not out of desperation or fear. If you're worried about the state of the earth and you're moving because that reason, that's not the reason to move. That's the reason to stay exactly where you are and don't move until you receive the inspiration that moves you forward. So it's okay to move, to travel, to want to visit Mother Earth Gaia. This is essentially your home wherever you are. But we don't want you to think of movement because of what's happening in the world. So the ley lines are fixed and you as the receptacle, you work and connect with the ley lines from wherever you are because you have a established connection to the source that moves the frequency or vibration through all things, the ley lines and us. So yes, there's no need to move. You are where you are for a reason and we would utilize your connection to source from wherever you are and this will put you in the ley lines or the energetic grid system of earth. Yes. Final question from Rachel.com. Rachel, they state, I loved the teaching about the space between the inhale and exhale being an important celestial connection opportunity. To take that a step further, can we open that window a little wider with intentional breathing that creates more space between the in and out breath? This is a great question. And much of what we will be discussing in this new season of Readings for the Collective is you as the breath. If you can imagine the breath is the bridge between you and God. Every time you are aware of the breath and you bring your awareness to your breathing, you are communicating with Source. Your breath is the bridge that you ride back home when you exit the vessel. From where we are, you are the breath. The breath represents consciousness in motion. And as you can see the cosmic breath, there is evidence of this all around you. Your ocean even breathes. So in the idea that the breath is the bridge between you and source, there is no action to take in regards to what the breath is. However, as a humanoid, we can absolutely utilize a more harmonious breathing which will put us in that space of receptivity. So what does this mean? Your nervous system is connected to your antenna, you might say, your ability to receive. 
Not only is your nervous system connected to your antenna, but your breath determines what the nervous system will function as. So if you are in doubt and fear the reptilian mind, you are essentially in fight or flight or panic. You have pinched yourself away from the infinite intelligence that's available by residing in this space of panic and doubt. So your conscious breathing not only opens up your nervous system in a way that you could be more receptacle or receptive as a receptacle, it also nurtures your innate gift to receive from Mother Father God. This is why we say there's nothing you need to do to access this gift, but you're doing something to turn away from the gift. And that's by being in doubt, fear, resentment, grudge. Your state of being determines your breath. We remind you often that we would love for you to breathe correctly. If there's a correct way to breathe, this would be through your diaphragm. In the nose, out the nose. This is a deep breath. And in the deepness of this breath, you are utilizing the full spectrum of your vessel or being, meaning you are containing, bringing into you more breath. And the more breath you can bring into you, the more adamantian or prana, life force, that you're able to keep in the vessel. So you might say in regards to conscious breathing, there is a way to open that window a little wider, yes. And it can be through the intention of the breath. In the nose, out the nose. In regards to the detailed formula, we will give you an exercise here. So it looks like when you are inhaling, the inhale is much quicker. It's almost instant. A quick breath in. But we want that quick breath to be at least five seconds. You might say four. Four seconds breathing in. Eight seconds breathing out. Two second pause in between. What we are explaining here is your natural breath. It may not feel natural to begin, it's because you've been breathing so unnaturally. So you inhale through the nose for four seconds, quickly though. Meaning your exhale should be slow and steady, focused. The inhale is more of a gasp of air, but for four seconds. And at the top of that four seconds, we would also hold the inhale for two seconds. So breathe in for four seconds, hold for two seconds, breathe out and deeply for eight seconds, but very slow. The exhale is more important, you might say, than the inhale when it comes to utilizing this prana or adamantium manifestation particle. So breathe in for four seconds, hold for two seconds. Breathe out for 8 seconds, hold for 2 seconds, repeat. If you can do this 4 times, 4 times a day, you will reap the benefits of this breath. Put us to the test. Again, it is your natural breath. We're just reminding you, you have not been breathing naturally. Mouth breathing, from where we are, does not serve in the way that nose breathing does. Mouth breathing keeps you in earth. And it's no problem. 
But if you're trying to utilize your more refined senses, we need you to breathe from the diaphragm, which connects you to source. When you breathe from the diaphragm, you have a vertical connection. When you are breathing from your mouth, your connection is horizontal. You are using and utilizing the data within Earth to come up with your conclusions and actions. Fight or flight. This is why you're in panic. When you're not breathing correctly as a collective, again, this is something that's happening. We're just bringing word to the knowing. When you're not breathing correctly, you are all in panic, fight or flight. When you're all in panic and fight or flight, you're making decisions from fear. You're not utilizing the infinite intelligence within you to make your decision. So a lot of the time that you're in excitement or whatever the emotion might be, you are in the emotion more so with the breath. Pay attention to how you breathe when you're angry. Pay attention to how you breathe when you're feeling love. Your breath is the indicator of your feeling. We have just been explaining it in a way that focuses on the feeling because you're so enchanted with the five senses. But again, as we move forward, you will come to know yourself as the breath. This is what you are. You are consciousness in motion. And from where we are, that looks like your breath. Breathe. As we come to the end of the episode, I just want to thank those of you who have sent in your questions as it does facilitate a interactive experience and this is what I want the podcast to be. If you have sent your questions in in the past and we have answered them, thank you so much. If you would like your questions answered in a future installment of Q&A with Ossiel, send your questions or comments, concerns to ossieltheoracle at gmail.com and I will do my best to answer them. I want to thank those of you who tune in to this podcast and give me a reason to keep myself in alignment. This podcast is yours and mine. We are experiencing this together. And as Ossiel represents an aspect of the I am, which is what you are, we have brought ourselves to this space. You are my soul family. I am so happy that you are on earth with me today and I am so happy I am here with you today. It makes me appreciate time in this perspective, meaning we want it to meet up at the same time and here we are. I really don't make sense by myself, meaning in life. Only when I am of service or interacting with you does my life make sense. So I appreciate you more than words can ever express. And I pray that you feel the love of the Creator surrounding you now and always. I really do see you in the brightest light and I hope you feel good. Call upon your guides, your angelic helpers and your loved ones. Give them permission to help you in all areas of your life.